Hello, you guys. Happy Tuesday. It's Kim. Welcome back to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. What a week it has been. Your girl is finally 29 years old. I celebrated my birthday on Wednesday the 15th, and I'll chat a bit more about that in a second, but um, let's just say it didn't feel like my birthday, and I'm really looking forward to this upcoming weekend because I have some exciting things planned, but uh, yeah, I wanted to kindly request uh, before we jump into today's podcast episode, if you guys could give me a birthday present, and that birthday present is to pause this episode and take 30 seconds to head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a written review. Or if you're listening on Spotify, click that five stars. This week's episode is not on YouTube because I'm literally in my pajamas again. It's Monday night, actually, and I've just had the quite the weekend, barely getting this episode out just like last week. So it's not on YouTube, but a vlog will be up on YouTube shortly. So feel free to subscribe to me on there as well for other content. But it really would mean the world to me, you guys, to get some more reviews in, hopefully some positive ones. If you guys hate me and hate my podcast, definitely don't leave a review. But that's all I ask. It's a free gift and I will love you forever and ever and ever. So uh, I'll just let you guys pause right now. Okay, three, two, one, and we're pausing. Great. Now that we are back, thanks so much for leaving a positive five-star raving review for me. I really, really appreciate it. And we are going to have a good episode this week. What am I talking about? I will be doing a No Boys Allowed Gal Chat episode. So if you're a boy listening... Obviously, you can still listen. I encourage you to, especially if you left a five-star review. But I will be talking about more girly things. So we're talking um, aging, vibrators, sex, periods, boobs, shaving, careers, drama, all the fun things. So if any of those topics interest you, you're going to love this week's episode. It's just me on the episode today. I'm just sitting in my living room with Louie and I have my hair wrapped up in a towel. You guys, it's kind of sad how much I can glow up. Like give me two hours in a bathroom with a few heat tools and makeup and I am a new woman. So I'm not going to scar you guys with a video of what I look like right now. But that all said, um, really excited for this week's episode. You guys are going to love it. Just me and you chatting about things. If there is ever anything that you guys want to hear about, um, a specific topic, a specific guest, uh, if you guys have questions about anything, let me know. I would love to discuss them. Um, I loved having special guests on the show and, just chatting with you guys one-on-one, whether you are in the car driving to work and commuting, or you're just hanging out, cleaning house, or if you're like me and you like going on your hot girl walk and plugging in a podcast to listen to, I just like being able to be a little voice in your head (laughs) and uh, letting you guys continue on with my journey 
it's been over a year more since I was on reality TV and it is incredible that I've been able to stay connected with so many of you guys and continue sharing my life and letting you guys pick my brain week after week and hear my thoughts and perspectives on things and discuss the things that interest me. So before I begin, just thank you. Thank you for being a part of my community. Um, and that's, you know, if, if you just tune in every week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or YouTube, or if you are a part of my Facebook group, the My Lips Aren't Sealed Facebook group, or if you follow me on Instagram and TikTok even better, I really have been trying my hardest to make all that content fun and engaging for you guys. I will say I'm pretty spread thin these days, so I have not been posting as often, but when I do, I've been getting some wonderful feedback and engagement from you guys, and it's been really, really great. So that all said, this past week was my birthday week. About to chat about it with you guys in a minute, but other than that, you know, this week just flew by. This year is flying by, and it's crazy to think that I'm another year older. It's shocking. So we are going to do a little catch up with Kim first. And again, if you are not already following me on Instagram, check me out at Kimberly Cobb and at My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. With all that said, let's get started with Catch Up with Kim. So you guys, what is the 411? What has everybody been up to? It was my birthday on Wednesday and I don't know about you guys, but when I was younger, oh my gosh, I loved birthdays. I loved them so much. I would get so nervous. Like I would have stomach aches and be so anxious. It's so funny because I was chatting with Danielle, my best friend that lives here in Austin. And I was telling her how I had the realization that I have always been an anxious person. Even when I was a child, speaking just now about my birthday parties, I would be so excited for my birthday parties. I would literally TMI literally shit my pants like I was so fucking nervous you guys I would have tummy aches I would be so so excited that I would be sick to my stomach this came down to like performing for like school plays or um, even like having like fun field trips and things like that I was always so so overwhelmingly excited to participate in these things that I would get physically ill and that's definitely continued on into my adulthood. I've learned to manage it. You guys know I I've, I have full podcast episodes dedicated to my anxiety that I am managing very well these days. But I've always been an anxious person. So I'm hoping I don't have any anxiety going into this weekend because this weekend is my actual birthday party. But this past Wednesday it was my birthday and... Interestingly enough, the older I've gotten, the less excited I've gotten for my birthdays. I mean, 21, 22, you know, those were really fun birthdays. But after 25, I'm like actually getting kind of like the birthday blues, the opposite of of the anxiety and excitement I used to have towards my birthday. I've started to feel really sad and questioning my life and everything I've done in it so far. 
So I will say the birthday blues crept up on me extra this year. On my actual birthday, I had birthday dinner plans, reservations made at this really great restaurant right before my reservation, the day before. They called and they're like, sorry, we're canceling your reservation. Uh, We got bought out for a private event. We're so sorry. We can reschedule you, pay for your appetizers and drinks. And very sweet to offer that, but very frustrating because obviously this was a special event for me and I can't really reschedule my birthday. So last minute I had to have a change of plans. I ended up having my friends come over for cake and gifts. And then afterwards we went to a South by Southwest influencer event where there was like free food and music and mingling, but it didn't feel like my birthday. It didn't feel like, you know, we, I didn't like my outfit. First of all, if you guys notice on Instagram, I didn't post really any pictures of my outfit. I am like, you know, I love feeling and looking good at my heaviest weight, at my skinniest weight. Like no matter what, if I don't feel confident in the actual outfit I'm wearing, it puts me in such a bad mood that might be materialistic of me, but it's just true. I didn't like the outfit I was wearing on my birthday. Reservations got canceled and I'm surrounded at this event by all these people I don't know. Whereas on my birthday, I like to have more of an intimate setting. And don't get me wrong. My friends were like, if you want to go to dinner somewhere else, we can. But I just, you know, I was like, well, let's just go to this event. If it's a good time, we can stay. If not, we can leave. So we stayed for a bit, ended up leaving and going to a bar and getting to all like hang out together and just the four of us. But then it got very cold. And so we ended up wrapping the night early. I will say I'm so grateful for my friends. They got me the sweetest presents and cake and, you know, we did the whole candles, everything. And it was very, very special and sweet. But I just had this wave of sadness over me. And I don't know if it's because I wasn't with my mom or if I didn't have a partner to celebrate it with or if I just simply didn't like my outfit. (laughs) Like, I don't know. But when people are asked me the following day, oh, my God, how was your birthday? I couldn't lie and be like, oh my God, it was incredible because it was something just going on in my head. Um, That all said, this weekend is my birthday party. I am throwing a Malibu Barbie themed party and I am partnering with the W Hotel and I'm doing a big pool party with all these decorations and a a cake and balloon arch and all, all the fun things. And I'm very, very excited for that. Good excited. Uh, and it's going to be a good time. I have all my loved ones, you know, going to be there minus my mom who's out of town. Um, and I have a few friends who can't make it, which is a bummer, but overall I'm really excited about the guest list and it's going to be a fun time. So make sure to keep an eye out on Instagram and TikTok. I'll be posting all the birthday content. It's going to be a blast guys. I have like a hair braider coming, a photographer, I'm going all out because these past few years, I haven't. And when I was in a toxic relationship, he didn't let me celebrate with people. So in other than his family. So now I'm actually able to like have a big bash and go all out. The reason I waited to do it until this weekend is because last weekend was South by Southwest where the whole city is bought out and everybody has plans. So I feel like living in Austin, I will forever have to have my birthday celebrations after my actual birthday, which sucks, but 
either way, very, very much looking forward to this weekend. It's going to be a good time. Other than those plans, I've just been working on a lot of side projects. I've been uh, working on my merch for this podcast. I've just been doing a lot of networking and events, planning for future special guests. And as I mentioned earlier, if there is a topic you want me to discuss or somebody you want on the show, just send me a DM. I'll make it happen. Okay. I mean, nothing, nothing crazy. I can't get uh, Miley Cyrus on my podcast just yet, but maybe one day, maybe one day. Additionally, I also just took on a few more social media clients and my eyes are so tired from like looking at a screen all day, but I love it. I love this feeling of being busy and having a, like a, a sense of purpose because when I was in the depths of my depression, I felt worthless. I didn't feel like I, I, I nobody needed me. And now I'm balancing these clients. I have a bigger social circle. Uh, my influencing is going pretty well, I think. And my biggest issue right now is just figuring out how to balance everything. But overall, very, very happy with where my life is at right now. My life is not perfect. There is so much room for improvement. It is insane. But I still feel like I am... I'm I'm on a good track right now. I have a lot of momentum and I just feel really grateful for all the opportunities I've gotten so far and the connections I have with people, especially the connections I've made this past year and really looking forward to continuing this journey and having you guys continue on with me. It's going to be great. That wraps up my catch up with Kim and we are going to shift on into pick of the week. Oh my god, I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Gee, thanks. Just got it. I see it. I like it. I want it. I got it. My pick of the week is simply put TV shows. I have been binge watching TV shows in between balancing everything going on in my life. When I'm home and just relaxing with Louie, you know, I've taken him on a walk, I've made dinner, you know, I do all, all the things, take a shower, face mask, whatever. All I want to do is disconnect and zone out into a show. There are four shows that I'm watching right now. I'm caught up on every single one. Very proud of myself. Pretty sure every single one is on a different streaming service. I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So I'm watching and I can't remember if I discussed this last week. So if I'm repeating myself, I am so sorry, but I'm still watching the shows and they're still good. So I still recommend them. The first show is Daisy Jones and the Six. That's on Amazon Prime. Such a good show. It follows uh, a band that came, uh, a band that combined itself with a an independent female singer in the seventies, and it follows their story and how they uh, developed as a band, the drama they went through, how they grew, and of course, there's love stories all mixed in and drama so good. Supposedly the plot of the show is lightly or loosely based off of, um, what is the band? Oh my gosh. I'm thinking of it. Fleetwood Mac. So if that's your vibe, check it out. The fashion itself and the songs like are just so good. I've been playing them on Spotify. It's so good. The next show I'm watching is the last of us on HBO max. This is a, a post apocalyptic storyline basically this mushroom mutated and 
the way it mutated basically turned everybody into these mushroom zombies. And that sounds so strange how it's described, but like it's so freaky, you guys. It's terrifying. And the show is really good. The cast is very talented. Uh, we got Daddy Pablo or Pascal. Is that his name? I need to look up the name. I don't have that actor's name memorized, but the show is so good. I've been watching it every week. And I will say it's not the best show to watch before bed, but it's very, very good. I'm looking up who is in the show. Let me see. The Last of Us. Yes, Pedro Pascal. Wow, I'm good. How did I remember that? And Bella Ramsey is the main little girl in the show. Um, so good, you guys. But it's a little... A little scary, I will say. It's based off of a video game, which I recently learned as well, which is interesting. The next show I'm watching is The Bachelorette, which is on Hulu. I've been watching The Bachelorette for years, and I think, I don't know if it's like the last two years or maybe just two seasons, but I did take a break for a hot minute because it kind of lost me. It felt too staged, and now I'm watching it again, fully knowing that it's stage in most of those girls from what I've heard are there for social media followers and I'm going into it with that mindset with no expectations that any of them are there for the right reasons but it's been so good and skip forward 20 seconds if I, I don't want to ruin anything for you guys but I'm gonna say who the next bachelorette is so if you don't know yet skip forward 20 seconds the next bachelorette they just announced is going to be chastity so Oh my God, she's stunning, so cute, so personable, and I'm really excited to watch her season more than Zach's season. It's interesting because I, I usually love when it's The Bachelor with all the girls because I think the girls are more interesting, there's more drama, and it's more exciting, but with Chastity being the new Bachelorette, I think it's going to be a really good season, and I'm excited to see all the boys and or men and who she ends up with. Very, very excited for that. And I'm proud of myself for catching up because I really didn't think I would be able to squeeze this show in, but I did and I recommend it. It's so good. And I still, no, I haven't seen any spoilers of who he ends up choosing, so I cannot wait to see him. And the last show I'm watching is Not Dead Yet. And I think that's on Hulu also. It's with the actress who plays Jane in Jane the Virgin basically this this girl is a writer and she was working for this newspaper and she ended up leaving her nice job and moving to Europe to follow the love of her life they ended up breaking up she comes back to her old job but her old job has been replaced and she ends up being put on writing obituaries a very like entry-level job and she's writing obituaries and all of a sudden Every person who has died that she's writing about becomes like a ghost in her current life. And until she's finished writing the obituary, well, you know, as good as it, as it can be written, then the ghost disappears once she submits the obituary. So every episode, a new dead person follows her around and teaches her a lesson, basically. And she writes the obituary and turns it in and... Uh, the girl who played Cece in New Girl 
plays her best friend in the show. So there's some other good actresses and actors in the show as well. And they have their own little side stories. So it's a cute show. It's a very lighthearted watch. Definitely would recommend watching Not Dead Yet before bed and not watching The Last of Us before bed. Don't want to get that that cortisol going. You know what I mean? Uh, But those are my picks of the week. I'll share them on my Instagram stories as well. If you guys are interested in watching, let me know your thoughts. But that wraps up my pick of the week. And we're going to chat about some girly things. I put together a list of some girlier topics. And when I say the term girly, use that term very lightly. Um, However you identify, this could apply to you as well. These are just things that are more of a feminine issue or feminine topic that tends to be discussed amongst women and I wanted to chat with you guys about them because these are things that have just been on my mind lately and with you know having my birthday recently and getting older and you know my body's changing and doing all these things and I've had discussions with my girlfriends about these topics so figured I would share them with you guys as well. Starting off strong, we have aging. Uh, I feel like with men, okay, with men, we consider it hot. Think George Clooney. Think Pedro Pascal. Think all these, you know, actors. Oh, my God, they're getting a little gray. Like, they're maturing. And, you know, it's romanticized a lot, right? But with women, and again, this I feel is slightly shifting the narrative a little bit. But still, I feel in general... The younger, the better when it comes to women, right? Like that is in society what is deemed better. And, you know, with my birthday, with myself getting older and, you know, I'm getting like little stretch marks and fine lines and, you know, I haven't seen any, any grays just yet, but I am showing signs of aging. Nothing crazy. Like I'm sure some of you guys listening are like, shut the fuck up, Kim. You're young. Come on. Yes, I am not saying I am old and decrepit. I'm not the Wicked Witch of the West or or who am I thinking of? The witch from uh, <laughs> witch from uh, Snow White. I know I still have like my youthfulness and beauty to an extent. But even at my age of 29, I am meeting girls who are 22, 21 when I'm out or when I'm in social situations or at influencer events. And I'm like, Oh my God, I feel ancient. I feel so out of the loop. I don't feel trendy. And it makes me dislike getting older. But I'm, and then, you know, I did some self reflection and I'm like, you know what? The fact that I am being gifted the opportunity of aging and becoming older. I have this wonderful life that I have established for myself. I'm constantly learning and growing. And the person who I was when I was 22, I wouldn't even recognize that bitch. Seriously. Like I have just really come into myself the past few years. And I think your twenties a lot happens during, you know, during the 20, your twenties. And I, I talked about that last week, but as we get older, I think there's just so much to be grateful for and to embrace. And I, I'm i not going to sit back and be like, oh, my God, aging is so incredible. I get Botox like I, I you know, I try to prevent these things <laughs> like 
but I think from a more of like a a broader perspective I and as a woman I wish we wouldn't think so poorly of women aging you know what I mean like we got to think like Anne Hathaway she doesn't look a day over 20 if have you googled her lately oh my god she looks incredible Selma Hayek like all these stunning stunning women and I just I want us to really embrace our our aging process and to really you know feel sexy that we're getting older there are some situations where I talk to a guy and I'm like how old are you and he's like oh I'm 23 or I'm 24 and I'm like oh honey (laughs) and they look at me and they're like how old are you and I said "Uh, I'm 29 or you know I was 28 and they're like oh wow that's hot I I don't I like older women I don't have a problem with it and I just I roll my eyes. I'm flattered, truly. But it's so funny what their definition of of an older woman is. So that is my hot take on on aging. I wonder if you guys have the same thought process there. Maybe when you were my age, you were kind of, you know, on the fence about how you felt about getting older. But right now I'm in a good place. I'll circle back on this when I get closer to 30 because I think that's when I'll really start to self-reflect. But as of now, I am I am good to go. The next gal chat topic is sex. Vibrators, self-pleasure, uh, having multiple partners, like all those topics that are a bit more taboo and if you guys follow me on Instagram or you've been connected with me for a while, you know that I'm a very sex positive person. I'm not out here flaunting my cooter and, you know, flailing it to the world. But when it comes to talking about sex, to talking about um, things like vibrators, I'm very comfortable talking about those things. And I wish it wasn't so hush hush to me growing up because. Let me backtrack a little bit. My mom was never, the way she raised us was never to uh, think negatively about sex, but she was very strict with us growing up with my sister and I. And, you know, she really encouraged us to not have sex because she was a young mom. So I totally understand that perspective. As a grown woman, I am more comfortable and I embrace my sexuality. I'm not the most sexual person in the entire world. Like I'm not very promiscuous. I don't personally sleep around a lot, but I also don't shame others who do, who have a a, a bigger uh, sex drive than I do. With vibrators, okay, yes, that is my thing. I don't trust men in general, so... The idea for me of having random men come over to my place or me going over to there, theirs, it kind of freaks me out because I just am scared of them. But, you know, with self-pleasure, that gives you the opportunity to explore your sexuality in the safety of your own home. So if you follow me on Instagram, I recently partnered with Bush for a second time. I was so excited when they reached out to me again. They came out with their rose too. And I have a code for you guys. So if you guys want to use the same vibrator as me I never thought that those words would come out of my mouth not the same one okay guys if you want to buy a brand new vibrator but the same model that I use um I just got the rose too but I also love 
what is the other one? It's like a little suction one. Oh my God, it's amazing. But I have a code. It's Kimberly60 and you get 60% off in the month of March. That is like a huge discount. I think these are originally $90 and I think you get it whatever 60% off is. I think it's about $30 plus tax. So great deal. 10 out of 10 recommend. I always (laughs) orgasm. So that is my testimonial. I am not being paid or sponsored to promote this on my podcast. I just genuinely love these products, whether you try this one or you have your own favorite at home. I think self-pleasure is a very empowering thing as a woman. I don't think it's anything we should be shy about. Of course, you know, there are always those creepy men. You know, I posted my vibrator on my Instagram. I lost a hundred followers because some people aren't comfortable seeing that content. And if I make them uncomfortable or if I've ever made you uncomfortable, I encourage them or you to unfollow me because I never want to make somebody feel uncomfortable. But sex positivity is something that I care about. I think it's, it's something that's important to me. Of course, with that post too, I also got some creepy DMs from guys. So I love talking about uh, being sex positive with other women. But when men try to get involved, I'm like, stay in your lane, bro. I don't, ugh, like it's so gross. Like, leave me alone. Speaking of sex positivity, I went to an event last week for Bumble, a South by Southwest event. And it was so much fun. And Bumble, the dating app, partnered with the Quinn app. That's Q-U-I-N-N. Oh my God. (laughs) The Quinn app, you guys, is an audio erotica app. They read you stories. The stories get steamy. It's from like, you can choose a guy or a girl. Like there are different people who tell the stories and different storylines. Jesse Williams. Yes. Jesse Williams with the beautiful eyes is one of the voice actors for the app. And you guys, if you download this app, I'm not being sponsored. I would love to be Quinn. If you're listening, download the app though get the bush vibrator and you have a weekend to yourself guys. (laughs) I'm like, it's, it's incredible. So go check it out. Um, yeah, let's all, let's be sex positive. You guys, let's not shy away from it. And I think the biggest takeaway is know that you don't need a man to satisfy your needs. Obviously, if you have emotional needs, you need a connection with somebody. Of course, like a human connection is so so valuable and there's nothing compares to that I've just I'm somebody who's been single by choice for a very long time and I still love having my needs met without having to rely on somebody especially somebody new who I don't trust just yet so that is my little sex positive talk for you guys next we have in the gal chat periods y'all know this was coming Periods suck. Let's just, I mean, that's a known fact. I personally have really been struggling with my periods and I don't know if it's my antidepressants. I'm curious if those have affected it at all. But these past few months, my periods have gotten so bad, so painful to the point to where like I was out to dinner with my sister. They dropped the food in front of me and my period cramp was so bad. I 
burst into quiet tears at the table. I couldn't even move forward a centimeter to grab my food. The pain was so sharp. I was just sitting there in so much pain, like breathing in through my nose, out through my mouth, like trying just to like stay alive. That's how painful it was. And my mom and my sister are like stressing me out because they're like, maybe you have PCOS or endometriosis. And I probably butchered that name, but endometriosis, endometrius, fuck, I don't know. But they have me concerned that I might have something more serious. So if you're in the same boat as me, highly recommend going to your gynecologist and getting it checked out. That is on my to-do list and my period is a week away and I'm already anxious thinking about it because I don't want to have these pains again, but the pains were just so intense, you guys. I I don't know. So if you guys have any recommendations on how to alleviate these pains besides a heat pad in my doll, which I do, let me know if there's some miracle product or or uh, ailments, or that's not the word, uh, treatments, I guess. Let me know. Send me a DM because I am struggling. Next topic is dating apps. So if you are a girly pop like me and you are single out in the world, you are probably curious about dating apps. You probably know somebody who has found a successful relationship off of a dating app so you give it a shot right now I have bumble I have hinge I have matches I have no conversations it's very unfortunate because with both apps I would say out of all my matches about 10% of them actually you know start having a conversation with me and then a hundred percent of that 10% stop talking And I'm like, what is the point? Like, literally, what is the point? And today, this guy matched me and he sent me a really sweet message. I go to his profile and his friend in all of his pictures with him is the other guy I matched with that we literally talked for like a whole weekend and then I never heard from him. So I know I'm not the only one who is struggling with dating apps and Something somebody said to me, I think it was Hannah who was on my podcast a few weeks ago. She mentioned going into dating apps with the mindset that it is going to be an energy sucker and you have to be aware of your, your mental well-being while you're on the apps and be aware of how much energy you are putting into the apps and is it worth it? And what is your mindset? Reflect like, are you doing this for fun? Are you doing this for a relationship? How much pressure are you putting on yourself? So those are all things too, I think. If you are considering going on the dating apps, definitely take a few moments to think about why you're going on the app, what you're trying to get out of it. And if you're not hearing back from these matches, guys, girls, whoever, know that you're not alone. Like I think I'm a pretty decent looking person with a decent personality and I can't even get a message back. So I think it's just the the name of the game these days. People, not all people similar to The Bachelor and The Bachelorette are there for the right reasons. Some people are in the apps because they just want to like back. They want a confidence boost or they play the app like it's a video game. They just swipe and swipe and swipe. So 
out of all those matches, only a few far and few between are actually there to get to know you. So I'm just trying to stay optimistic. I'm not getting my hopes up too much about it. And you shouldn't either. But I'm not anti-dating apps. I definitely go into waves. I'm sure a few podcast episodes, I probably said I hated them. Whatever. I, I, I admit to that. I I think most people are that way, though. We go in waves with liking them and hating them. And right now, I'm pretty indifferent, but I'm not getting what I want out of them. Ideally, I would meet somebody in person, and I have put myself out there. I've met people on the bike trail, um, at the park, and in my elevator, and I don't know. I'm trying, guys. I think I think we're all trying. Next girly pop topic uh, is boobs, more specifically big boobs. I wear anywhere between a 34, 36, triple D to a 34 F, I think is like the biggest bra I own. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm not like, oh my God, my tits are huge. No, I'm saying that for reference because if you are a big chested woman, you know how fucking irritating it is to shop for anything. Bras, swimsuits, tops, button ups, dresses. I mean, it's just hard. I mean, the only thing that's really easy to buy is a sweatshirt, right? I mean, that those are incredible. It's why I live in them. But it's very difficult to have a large chest and to try to shop. I mean, I think there's like there's pros and cons to to everything. I mean, with boobs, like if you have a large chest, you do fill out a top very nicely, but more times than not, you won't fit into certain things. Or let's say you wear a certain top and on your friend with a smaller chest, it looks very cute. She could wear it to church. You put on that same top and it looks like you're ready to go out in Miami. You look like a hoochie mama. That happens to me all the time. Like just because I have a large chest, I make things look slutty and it's so frustrating. Like truly, it's it's just so frustrating. And it's so frustrating to the point to where I have truly considered getting a breast reduction because... It's hard. I can't do push-ups. I can't, you know, do certain things. I have to wear a bra to bed every night to be comfortable. And a sports bra, of course. I would be insane to wear a normal bra. But it's hard. It's so hard being a girl sometimes. And other end of the spectrum, if you have a smaller chest, you might have opposite problems. You know, maybe you don't fill out tops or or you don't feel as confident in, in certain pieces or um, you, you can't wear certain brands. I don't know. I've never experienced those issues, but I'm not saying that people with big boobs are the only ones with issues because I know that's not the truth. But women in general, because we have the girls to think about, it just adds another layer layer of stress to our days. Like we don't need any more stress, but we have to deal with it. I will say I have put together an Amazon list of some big boob friendly things. So if you're interested in checking those out, I have tested them. I'm also going to start doing a TikTok series where I review clothing items for big chests. So keep an eye out for that. My Amazon storefront will be linked in the show notes. 
And then another brand that I love, I've talked about before, is Classy Network. That's Classy with a K. And they have built-in bras in their clothes, and I can actually wear them. It's game-changing. So go check them out if you haven't already. Next on the girl chat talk is beauty. So uh, I feel like everything I've talked about so far has been like ranting, but this is more going to be a trend, a trendy topic. So as for beauty, we're girl chatting. Big curls are in. Beach waves with the straight ends are out. I recently learned this and I'm very sad because I have always styled my hair with, you know, the waves and then straighter ends like I, I think that's like a timeless look. So I thought, no, the big barrel beach waves think like I'm thinking like 90s, like that voluminous big waves that then, then the curl goes all the way to the end of your hair rather than keeping the end of your hair straight. That's in. The other one is out. I'm very sad about it. Minimal makeup is still in for summer and eyelash extensions are going out of style. So minimals in, eyelash extensions are out. That said, my best friend wears fake eyelashes. You know, she gets the eyelash extensions done every two weeks. They look phenomenal on her. Like she has very light eyelashes. They work for her. I have seen other women overdo it a little much. And I will say to each their own, if you love a very thick, full eyelash you do you girl like don't listen to me but for my for my taste I do think less is more and it took me years to figure that out like I used to cake on the makeup I have so many pictures it's embarrassing but I used to cake on the makeup and now I leave the house without any makeup it's amazing I do have my eyebrows microbladed but other than that I I tend to keep it pretty natural and I I'm really glad that that is that is coming back. And the last thing for beauty is face shaving, aka dermaplaning. If you haven't started doing this yet, I love it. I've been doing it for years, but basically it's this little tiny razor and you shave off all the peach fuzz off your face and it makes your skin glow. It gets rid of dead skin cells. It makes applying makeup easier and it's just incredible. So let me know if you guys have any, have any more questions about that process. I mean, I'd be happy to make a video as well, but I love it. Like I always like feel like I'm glowing after I do my dermaplaning session, but face shaving is another term for it that I think is just so, so ridiculous. The next girly topic, and this is a more general one is careers. So balancing your career with, with dating and mental health and working out and socializing and finding a hobby and taking care of your pets. Like I've talked about this before and I'll talk about it again and, and again and again. It's hard. And when you are trying to move up in your career, especially as a woman, I feel like you are more expected to uh, maybe have children, stay at home with the kids. And if you are more of a career focused woman, like myself, maybe that's not a priority for you just yet. Or maybe you do have kids already and you, you want your husband to stay home or a nanny. And this is another topic where I stand behind my statement of to each their own. No, who is, who's to judge another person on their, on their life choice. 
And if you do want to prioritize your career, you should. I'm not saying push your kids to the side. Like, of course, like I, I think there is a way to find a balance, but you shouldn't have to give up your career to have a family. And maybe if you don't want to have a family, you, you know, you're not interested in having kids. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be a career focused woman and being driven and being a, a boss babe. You know, I'm in that position right now where, you know, I'm not committed to somebody. I don't have a, a plan for children just yet. I love the idea of having a little mini kitten running around. Like I would love to have a daughter one day, or maybe a son, but preferably a daughter. But right now I am focused on my goals and growing my brand and focusing on my career. And if you're in the same boat, you should know that there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. You should be focused on yourself. It's your life. The last girl chat topic is drama and frenemies. So I have been a part of my fair share of drama in my life. I I've had some frenemies. I have a frenemy now that I won't talk too much about, but I will say I'm pretty honored because the person who I'm frenemies with is very successful. Seems like she has it all truly like the relationship, the house, the the career and the fact that she's intimidated by me, even though I literally just have me and Louie. <laughs> it's like, oh, Louie just looked at me. Hi, baby. The fact that, you know, because this girl, I'm probably not explaining this right, but I have a friend of me and her and I are, you know, we have a lot in common on paper. We would be best friends. And I've tried to befriend her so many times and she's a person who will say hi to me and hug me and like be so nice in person, but you can tell it's fake and she won't follow me back on Instagram. So that is my frenemy situation I'm in right now. But this girl has it all. And I'm like, girl, like I don't have anything on you. Like you are so cool. And it's just shocking. So I guess in a way I'm honored that I have any sort of effect on somebody who, uh, you know, is so much more successful than me. Anyways, that all said, I think it is best to stay out of the drama, to kill people with kindness, kill your frenemies with kindness. And I, it's interesting. It's like, no matter how old you get, I've had drama. I think most women have, I've had the drama and the frenemies and the gossip going on since I was like old enough to, to gossip. I think like 10 years old is when like the first drama I could really think from memory about, but I've always been a true believer in kill him with kindness because there, there are people like that, the drama, the mean people, they're not even worth your energy and your time. So you might as well be kind, put a smile on and let them feel like they're not even worth your time. So that wraps up my gal chat. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it. Uh, I'm looking at my timer. I talked for a long time, you guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I have to edit all this still. What time is it? 10.47 p.m. Going to get to editing this. I still, as much as I'm complaining about the time and everything, I loved getting to chat with you guys about all these things going on in my head. I would love to hear what you guys think about everything I talked about 
any topics I missed, anything you resonated with, anything you disagreed upon, let me know. I would be happy to discuss further and we can chat more on Instagram as well at Kimberly Cobb and at my lips aren't sealed podcast. And again, if you haven't already, give me that birthday gift, rate me five stars and leave a written review on Spotify and Apple podcasts. I don't think Spotify has a written review feature yet, but, uh, Apple podcasts does. And send me a message. Wish me happy birthday. I got the birthday blues, you guys. Okay. Um, I hope you guys had a great week and have an even better week ahead. I love you guys and we will chat more next week. Bye.